All right, and happy Thanksgiving weekend to all of you guys. We apologize uh, for having the podcast this late. Hopefully, you guys get a chance to uh, tune in to the midnight hours. But we got uh, Marv and Polly over here. So, how's it going, Polly, on a late, late Saturday night? Gobble, gobble, gobble. It's going good, man. Uh, not bad. Just chilling. Had a good Saturday. A good day of uh, football. Good day of sports in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some uh, good college games today. Um, as it's getting closer to the final uh, uh, playoff push uh, for the first time all year. Made some money on some college games, so not mad about that. So that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but now got to turn the page to uh, to the NFL and uh, fantasy football. So I was thinking of last week. I'm like, what song can I kick off the show with? Uh, talking about the game of the week, it was uh, Rams and Chic Pride. And I thought of Roses from Outcast, in particular the part where it says crash, crash. Because I feel like that's what has happened in Chic Pride. Uh, the other thing with uh, Lord of the Rams, he struggled and stumbled a little bit, but I think this guy's back, man. This guy's getting better right when it's around the playoff season. That's one guy you don't want to face. I know that you beat him earlier in the year, uh, but as it stands, you will be facing him in the playoffs. Uh, what makes his team so scary to you? Uh, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor and the fact that he has uh, top wide receivers. So if not the top one, two, and three, that's definitely their top six. Yeah, it's interesting to see. I mean... Um, I uh, do have, as good as Jonathan Taylor is, I do have him sitting down this week. Just for the simple fact, he's playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are the number one team against the run. I don't think but he's I mean, down at all, man. Yeah, I I was going to say, it's, he's probably not a, a guy you want to sit down. You got to ride him. But uh-huh. if you're thinking he's going to go off for 50 points. No, 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 definitely no not. Way. No, definitely. Yeah, you're right. Definitely not 50. Yeah. Um, this I, think get- I, I could see him getting in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, yep. Definitely not getting over 100 yards. But what a lot of people forget is that he's just as as uh, as uh, lethal as a, as a pass catcher, too. Definitely. He's the whole package. Right. All right. So let's get started. Uh, let's look at the at the games of last week. So we got Rams stump on uh, Sheik's Pride with 91-point beatdown as Jonathan Taylor goes off for 55 and Jalen Hurts gets 30. Meanwhile, Sheik Pride has only has six uh, players score under 10 points, including Dak Prescott and uh, Hung Yuku. Ouch. Hung Yuku actually had zero points against the Patriots. Zero points. Yeah. I think um, it, he would get some points on in other leagues for kicking the ball off. But other than that, he had no extra points and no field goal, so that's got to hurt. Uh, meanwhile, another action, uh, Kirby acknowledges the commissioner after the head of the table wins uh, the weekly bonus for his second straight week with a 60-point win. Thanks to uh, Jefferson and the Pats defense, who both scored over 38 points, uh, while Kirby has four players under 10, including Brian Edwards, who for the second in time in three weeks had zero. A goose egg on that one. 
Meanwhile, Julio hands Balls of Steel his seventh straight loss with a 150 to 102 win, thanks to four players topping 20. And Balls of Steel already uh, tanking uh, by starting Adrian Peterson, who who got real. <laughs> <laughs> um, in other news, uh, Fire Stick Hack helps Cali Bears as Mickey doesn't realize Lamar was ruled out in the last second and loses by 33 points to Cali Bears. Uh, Raider Nate involved in new record low back-to-back weeks. So congrats, Raider Nate. However, you're making record. You're in the record books for the wrong reasons. Uh, the week before, he combined for uh, the most, the least amount of points. And uh, for the second week in a row, he broke that as him and Man on Grass combined for 124 after 129 the previous week. Uh, Man, Man, Man on Grass edges... Um, Raider Nate with the 70 to 54 win thanks to McCaffrey who scored 25 as Raider Nate forgets to uh, set his lineup and left Henderson and Gay on a bye week that was very gay uh, hate me goes off on his bro uh, thanks to 45 from uh, Aaron Rodgers 26 from Joe Mixon and 22 from Adam Thielen so so a lot of good action going on and um, we do we do got a a different segment um, this time um, with three weeks left I got a couple of interesting stats if you guys are interested um, who has the toughest schedule remaining so any any guesses out there schedule. I guess my I'll, I'm gonna guess my schedule uh, you are actually the third easiest schedule you're oh, okay you have a combined record of 14 and 19 uh, awesome. the, yeah, the toughest schedule is actually uh, He Hate Me. Um, he has a 21 and 12 combined record. Um, and that's because it's all division games, and that division is just stacked. Uh, even Raider Nate is 6 and 5. Rams are 7 and 4. Uh, Dos Julio is 8 and 3. Who has the easiest schedule? Uh, that would be me, the commissioner. Uh, guys, I didn't, I did, I made the schedule at the beginning of the year. I did not plan this to be the, the way, uh, but my opponents have a combined record of 13 and 20. Although I will tell you the Jaguar jig is way better than what his record says. And for some reason, this guy always uh, puts up a fight against me. So uh, it was looking good on Thursday night until in garbage time, Schultz got a touchdown and a two-point conversion. And Montgomery was nowhere to be found because Matt Nagy decided to pass the ball instead of run the ball. <laughs> Um, magic numbers for the division. Julio, his magic number is three. So any combination of wins or losses by uh, by Lord of the Rams, and he clinches the division. They will have one more meeting um, later on this uh, year. I think it's either next week or the week after. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, Man on Grass, uh, magic number to clinch the division is two. So any combination of wins and losses by Cali Bears. So Cali Bears loses this week and Man on Grass wins. There you go. He wraps up the division. Um, head of the table, um, magic number is three. Him a little bit different because both uh, Jaguar Jig and Sheik Pride um, have identical five and six records. Um, he would need uh, either three wins straight out or a combination of losses by Jaguar Jig and... Uh, Sheik Pride. Magic numbers for the playoffs. 
uh, commissioner only needs two. So if if I beat uh, Jaguar Jigs this week, I'm automatically in the playoffs. Or if Sheik Pride uh, loses this week, then uh, a win in any of the next two weeks or another loss by Jaguar Jig and Sheik Pride and I'm in. Uh, Julio has the best chance to clinch a playoffs. Uh, his magic number is one. So a win this week or a loss by Jaguar Jig and he is in the playoffs. Man on grass. Uh, a combination of wins and losses by Jaguar Jig and Sheik Pride. Lord of the Rams controls his own destiny with a win or a loss by uh, Jaguar Jig or Sheik Pride as well. Cali Bears as well um, could be a good Sunday for you. If you win or a loss by Jaguar Jig or Price, you should be rooting for me. If I beat Jaguar Jig, it doesn't matter what happens in your game. You're automatically in the playoffs. And um, Raider Nate, uh, three combination of a win and losses by Jaguar Jig and Pride. So um, mathematically speaking, the only one eliminated is Balls of Steel. I remember at the beginning of the years, he talked about his balls hang really, really low. Well, so does his record with a two and nine record right here. Didn't win that. Damn. What's uh, uh? Do we have any last last place trophy or anything like that? No. Huh? No. I mean, uh, I think we should add that on the ballot. I've seen some some fun things that some of the other leagues do. Uh, definitely got to consider that for next year uh, to avoid the tanking more than anything. Yeah, let's get someone a toilet seat. Mm-hmm. All right, um, so now we're going to go to the hardware store and we're looking at the nails and screws. So what did you nail right and what did you screw up last week? Well, as usual, I'm going to go with my top three. Uh, I nailed uh, Justin Herbert. <clears throat> he went off for 46 points against the, against the Steelers. Damn. Yeah, uh, that was pretty good right there. Uh, I screwed up on Cole Command. I said start him, but he had 2.2 points versus the... Uh, versus the Ravens, I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I'm surprised Matt Nagy hasn't got fired. I heard reports he was going to get fired regardless of what happened. I know it was Thanksgiving week, but I don't know. I, I think he's a lame duck right now. Yeah, uh, he got lucky there, but hopefully they do go through with that flyer because he got out of there. And then finally on my third one is uh, I nailed Emmanuel Anderson said to sit him and he only had five points against the Colts. All right, that's good. Um, a couple of nails that I was proud of. Uh, I told people to start Waddle. He had 21 fantasy points, so that was right. Um, told everyone about Sackert. Sackert went off. He had 29 fantasy points. So talk about calling that one right. That was right on the money. Uh, another one that I nailed right, uh, Scott, Boston Scott. Told everyone to sit him down against the Saints. You can't run the ball against the New Orleans Saints. They have a good defense. He only had four fantasy points. Now, a couple of my top screws. Uh, I thought Adam Thielen was going to get shut down. He did not. He had 22 fantasy points. Same thing with the Kansas City defense. They definitely showed up against the Cowboys. I thought the Cowboys were going to... I thought that that game was going to be a shootout. No, I did not expect it to be a low-scoring game the way it was. So, kudos to the Chiefs. They had 23 fantasy points. And then um, Justin Fields, um, he only had five points. He did get injured in the game, so that's kind of part of it. But five points is still very disappointing from what I thought it was going to actually happen. 
All right, so it is Thanksgiving week. So uh, in honor of Thanksgiving week, we're going to look at every fantasy team and we're going to talk about what is something each team should be thankful for this year. Nice, yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and start that uh, segment off with uh, the head of the table. I think that uh, I'd be thankful for Tom Brady, man. He's uh, putting up numbers like, five six years ago man you know and uh it's coming through for you and and also the patriots defense these guys have been one hell of a, a squad this year man and uh you got lucky by picking them up so, yeah I, I you're absolutely right I, i'm very thankful for tv12 i mean fantasy wise the last couple of years with the patriots he was like no way you picked this no, guy up exactly. he's had a resurgence with the buccaneers and what's so amazing is that i got him in the ninth round and what's even more amazing is that I was hangover and I had three talls and a couple of shots and I still had the the presence of mind to pick it up pick him up in the ninth round. Hangover. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a... and the Patriots defense. I don't know when you picked yeah. Man, that was a good one. Yeah. But, uh, also I gotta say the Chic Pride. Chic Pride, they're thankful. This one is kinda weird because I I, I don't mean it in uh in a bad way. Because I, I, I was just saying that uh, Henry Henry Ruggs, he's out, you know, with everything that happened. So he's uh, kind of thankful for that a uh, little bit because Hunter Ren, uh, Renfro is going to benefit the most out of that, I think. Um, he's been, he's already like the go-to emergency guy, so I think. Yeah, so he's been uh, thankful for making lemons, lemonade with lemons, I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, Jaguar Jake, I think he's got to be thankful for uh, the division. Kind of, in my in my opinion, uh, uh, still being up for grabs, man. Uh, uh, if head of Lamson, if you lose out and he wins out, uh, it's I think the tiebreaker obviously goes to him, and uh, it would go yeah. So I think he's got to be thankful for that. Yep. I think uh, <clears throat> thankful those Ecklers, thankful for not being dead last, but. <laughs> Thankful for getting better draft position next year. How we're doing it uh, this next year. Um, so I think he's also thankful for that. <clears throat> I think he's also thankful for um, uh, making it through the fire stick hack he had to deal with for a whole week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very thankful for that too. Uh, thank you. Dos Julio, thankful for Cordell Patterson, man. That's probably the best waiver wire pickup of this year. Um, that dude is uh, a gift, and I wish I would have grabbed him. Um, also, Lord of the Rams, thankful for another gift, Jonathan Taylor, and his four win streak. Thankful for that. He's got to be thankful for that because he's back in the mix. He's back to, uh, you know, showing that he could be the champ again this year. Uh, so, yeah, man, those are. Yeah, those are all um, very good. Um, if I were all those, I would be writing thank thank you cards for that. Um, I agree with all of those. Um, for my part of it, uh, we'll start here with World's Finest. I think he's got to be thankful for your uh, for Jabroni picking up Joe Mixon for him because uh, he's been the most consistent guy in his team and he's been giving him hope all year long. Uh, even though he's uh, he's probably not going to make the playoffs, the fact that he's still in it, he's still a, a, a team you don't want to face down the stretch. Uh, just like last week, uh, Jaguar Jig lost 165 to 158. 
So he has it in him to put up those points here and there. Yeah. Uh, Raider Nate, uh, he, <laughs> he's got to be thankful for choosing 10 wide receivers at the draft because he was able to be selective on which receivers he wanted to keep. <laughs> uh, uh, balls of steel at two and nine and already eliminated he's got to be thankful that he can uh, no longer focus on fantasy football and start his Christmas shopping and Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals with his family he doesn't have to worry about fantasy football yeah I didn't think about it that way yeah yeah Sinner uh, Kirby uh, got to be thankful that despite um, all that has happened and all the sneakers he's had and all the orders from Kirby's Kitchen. Uh, mathematically, he still has a 5% chance to make the playoffs. Hey. Um, man on grass. He's got to be thankful for every team that he faces has their worst week. Um, his defense has only allowed 1,297. That's by far the lowest. So he's been playing everyone on their bad week. So that's certainly benefited him. Um, Cali Bears. Uh, gotta be thankful for being on the podcast weekly uh, because uh, that's allowing you to do extra research on players and I feel that you've benefited from that just like I have and uh, putting the best lineup up there just because we have to do research for the podcast alright thank you Card, for that Yep. and uh, who do we have starting and sitting this week uh, let me see here <clears throat> for my Starts. I'm gonna go ahead and start Tyrod Taylor versus the Jets. I feel he's gonna have a nice little game on the ground and on the air. Um, <clears throat> Melvin Gordon versus the Chargers. I think he has a nice little game there. A little maybe revenge game, you know. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, uh, I like uh, DK Metcalf going up probably against one of the worst uh, secondaries in the league. Um, and I'm starting Gronkowski, man. The guy's back. He's back. Just put him in your lineup and don't worry. Uh, and uh, for defense, I'm starting the Panthers. I like them this week, man. I feel I feel they're going to be nice. All right. So we got we got some similarities there. Uh, for my stardom, I, I agree with you. I have uh, Tyrod Taylor playing uh, this week. I think yeah. he has a good game. So that's my start for quarterback. Uh, receiver, I like Jarvis Landry. Uh, he's playing against the Ravens. Primetime game, Sunday night football uh, against the 31st ranked defense and against the pass. So I think he'll have a good game. Uh, running backs, uh, speaking about bad defenses, I don't think the Houston Texans do it back-to-back weeks after beating the Titans. I could see them laying a goose egg at home. And I think Michael Carter is going to run all over them with their uh, Texans 30th ranked defense against the run. Um, I like Dan Arno of the Jaguars against the Falcons. Uh, Falcons have struggled against tight ends all year long. I think uh, uh, Lawrence and Arno make good connections this weekend. Um, kicker, uh, got to give it to uh, my kicker, Justin Tucker. I think he's going to have a lot of opportunities against Cleveland. I know we talked about, I was talking to, uh, to uh those Ecklers earlier today and we think it's going to be a high scoring game like they did last time if that happens uh, there's going to be plenty of field goal opportunities for Justin Tucker uh, defense uh, you like Carolina I like Miami so if that means that it's probably going to be a defensive game probably going to be like I don't know 17-14 type of game so um, I'm going to so we a, should a, go for the under on that one 
Yeah, either that or I might <laughs> be tempted to take the prop bet on the defensive and special teams touchdown on that one. Yeah, okay, that's a good one right there. Stephane. All right. And uh, who do you have sitting down this week? Uh, yeah, I got sitting to Tagavaloa versus the Panthers. Um, I also got uh, Javante Williams sitting versus the Chargers. I think that should be Melvin Gordon's game. Um, also in that same team, I'm sitting Cortland Sutton. Uh, I think since uh, uh, Jerry Judy has been back, that guy's been garbage, man. So uh, uh, sadly, you know, because he's 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 a good receiver, but uh, right. the attention's going elsewhere. And then uh, I'm gonna go again with another one from that team, Noah Font. Sit, 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 that guy, man. Uh, I think. Uh, this could be Jerry Judy's game to go with, man, and uh, I'm, I'm starting him, so hopefully he goes off. Uh, defense, uh, I'm sitting the Packers. I don't like them this weekend. Those are my sits. All right, I agree with you. So we got both quarterbacks, right? I think this is the first time all year that we agree with them. I have two all sitting down as well, um, and that's because I respect the Carolina Panthers' uh, passing game. Uh, receivers... Um, I had A.J. Brown, but definitely now that I know that he is uh, not even going to play, definitely you want to sit him down. If you have him out there, make sure you don't start him. I'm looking at the Titans roster. I don't like any receivers that they have there. Uh, Nick Westbrook, Chester Rogers, Cameron Batson. None of those. uh, It makes me feel even more confident about the Patriot defense this week. So I would sit the whole Titans uh, receiver core this week. I don't like any of them at all. Um, tight end, George Kittle. I think the Vikings are going to put some pressure on uh, Garoppolo. Uh, they're going to build from that win against the Packers, so said George Kittle. Um, and then I had mentioned earlier for running back Taylor, uh, perhaps don't sit down Taylor, just don't expect them to get you what he normally does. Uh, kicker, Matt Amendola um, against Houston. I don't see that. Um, being uh you definitely don't have that kicker defense uh i think matt ryan and the falcons the way that they played the last two games where they got blanked against new england and they got destroyed against the cowboys they uh played uh on thursday night football two weeks ago i'm i'm gonna see them coming out with a vengeance uh that's my lock for the week i think the falcons are at minus two this week against the jaguars um and that's because we're prisoners of the moment. Um, take the Falcons minus two on that one. Definitely. I think I think Matt Ryan has a huge game this week. And uh, that leads me to my sleeper. Uh, I want to start um, Olamide uh, Sakias, the wide receiver of the Falcons against the Jaguars. He's my sleeper for the week. Okay, nice. Okay. And uh, who do you have uh, as your sleeper for the week? Uh, I actually like uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Wow. Yeah, I think he can uh, have a nice little game uh, this week. And I um, I wouldn't start him over, you know, uh, someone like uh, like who I'm starting, Cam Newton. I, I, like, I like Cam Newton. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, Jimmy G could have a game, possibly. All right. All right, and um, for this week, we're going to give out a $25 gift card to Buffalo Wild Wings. That is right. 
Uh, $25 gift card to Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, I'm in a gracious mood this week. Uh, Very thankful for everyone. So, uh, Polly's going to post a podcast. And all of you guys are allowed to send me one number from 1 through 500. 1 through 500. That is right. Um, And then uh, once it's 10 a.m. and the games have kicked off, uh, we'll lock that up. So, if there's only one person that sends the number, that person's going to be the winner. If not, uh, by the way, Polly does not know the numbers. So, Polly, if you want to be part of it, I'll, I'll let you be on that. That's, yeah. I'll go ahead and take a screenshot of the number. And you guys will see the time that the that the picture was taken. So, you guys know that I'm not cheating. Is it is it anyone that's uh, listened to the podcast is, is game? Yeah. All right. Anyone that listens to the podcast is game, man. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah, so, uh, take advantage of that $25 gift card to B-Dubs. All right. Um, Any other closing uh, remarks for the week? Anything you're excited about for the football? Any? Uh, I know we have a lot of betters on the website. Any games you're looking at uh, to place bets for tomorrow? Yeah, uh, like you said, I like that that Falcons game. I'm probably gonna take them on the on that money line there. Uh, and I kind of like. I kind of like uh, Colts to upset this week at home, man. I, I I feel like I I'm taking that money line. Or if you don't feel that money line, maybe take the three points. But uh, I don't know, man. I just feel they can have a good game, and this could be an off game for the Bucks. We'll see. Uh, but that's that's a pick that I kind of like. Okay, my my upset of the week, and I'm I know Man on Grass is gonna like this. <laughs> putting uh, my money on the Broncos to upset the Chargers. All right. The Broncos have the Chargers number. I think they've won like nine of the last 12 times. This game's at mile high. Uh, Broncos had a bye last week. I really like Denver in this game. I, I'm going to take the Broncos to upset the Chargers. And the game that is really weird to me and I would be scared to place any bets on, uh, and it's up to you guys, is uh, that Rams and Packers game. I think that uh, it's hard to beat uh, Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau Field. And the fact that the Rams are favorite by one point, that tells me that Vegas might know something that I don't know. So I don't want to place a bet at all in that game because I feel like that's that's kind of baiting you to take the Packers. But at the same time, I have no idea why the Rams would be favored by one point. So and in my opinion, that's the game to stay away from. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, they're baiting you there big time yep alright man well uh, we'll see you to the podcast I'll be uh, looking at my phone in the middle of the night at 3, 4 in the morning whenever the texts start flying in I know uh, he hate me has an advantage because uh, he'll be up at 7 in the morning which will be 4 o'clock my time I know I'm sure he listens to the podcast all the time too hey man shout out to he hate me (laughs) alright have a good night folks All right, thanks for listening.